You're listening to the Shed Some Light Podcast, where the beers are kept cold and the conversation is always flowing. Coming to you live, it's Michael and Jack. Sit back, relax, and grab a cold one. It's time to get started. How you doing? Might might sound a little different. I'll be honest. Does it? Can you tell? A little bit, yeah. In a good way or a bad way? Is it a little uh, echoey kind of? Kind of. Not too bad. All right. Not that crazy. We're recording in a new location, so sorry about that. But Shed Some Light Episode 123 coming to you on this Monday. Before I ask you how you're doing, I got some special breaking news just wanted to share. Uh... Shed Some Light episode 123 is brought to you by our friends at the Garage Floor Company, especially the Cincinnati location. If you are a homeowner looking for epoxy floors and or countertops, I tell you what, they do an absolutely fantastic job and actually travel super far. I'm not going to give you like an exact mileage range, but they're the ones to go to. They're the guys to go to. I can tell you that. Great, great flooring. Also... Great guys. Great guys. That's all you can really ask for. It's all you need. It's all you need. So, shout out to the Garage Floor Company. Um, Check them out if you need any garage flooring. Absolutely. And they are uh, helping us, helping you here shed some light, episode 123. Boom. There you go. All right. So, Jack, how you doing on this Monday? Fantastic. I'm doing great, actually. I think I really am. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, sometimes I say that and I don't mean it. Today I mean it. No, you actually mean it, and I can tell because just prior to recording, you said you slept for twelve hours last night. So yeah, there's dude. really no reason why you should be doing poorly today. Well, I had a, I had a long week last week. I had like three days in a row working like twelve plus hour shifts, so I was like super tired going into the weekend. And then like Saturday, you know, got to get up early, got to go to the Notre Dame game, tailgate, do all that stuff, and then Saturday night into Sunday. Let me tell you, slept like a baby, dude. I was I was sleeping like a log, just bang, done, out. <laughs> see you later. See you next week, basically. Uh, I'm I'm jealous because I am exhausted as we are recording this. Now I will say, the reason that I'm exhausted, I gave Lewis and Yaya a shout out on Friday, going into the wedding weekend here. I'm I'm I've been trying to rack my brain all day and I'm I'm like fairly confident that I can say that that was probably the best wedding I've ever been to. I so I've been to a good amount of weddings and I think I've just came to the conclusion that I would always rather be a wedding guest than in the wedding. Like I actually in the wedding don't... party or the groom? Both. I don't know. Like, I would just rather be a wet. Like, I, I want to be, you know what's the ideal situation? First guy left out of the wedding party. <laughs> and that's good. People are going to be like, why is that the ideal situation? Because you're good enough friends with everybody to be there and to know everybody that's there, but you got no fucking responsibilities. You either want to be like first guy out or last guy in. Because the last guy doesn't have any responsibilities either. <laughs> like that's like the guy like those same people. They're 
interchangeable. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's where you want to live. You want to live being one of those guys. Because I, like, I, I never want to be the guy with, like, a lot of responsibilities. But I also don't want to be, like, if you're all the way at the bottom of, like, the wedding guest list. Like, if you're, you made it, like, last guy in, like, the whole wedding guest list, you don't want to be that guy either. Yeah. Because then you don't know enough people. You're right. not really, like, a good friend. Like, you want to live in that sweet spot of, like, oh, I know everybody here, but I got zero fucking responsibilities. <laughs> so I'm getting hammered, like, 24-7. Like, that's where you want to live. Sure. We can go with that. If you know, you know. That's that's the place to fucking be. But no, uh, that was just an absolutely incredible weekend, and uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm still at a loss for words on how to describe it all. Shout out to Louis and Yaya. Love you guys. Keep them cold. Keep them cold. <laughs> all right, um, let's talk some sports on this Monday, Jack. I'm going to rely very heavily on you for this because uh, as we were just talking about. I've been out of the country since um, Thursday and have not watched any sports since then, nor listened to any podcasts. I've just been kind of living like uh, about as off the grid as as I'm willing to get. I don't know how you didn't listen to any podcasts. What did you do on the plane? I mean, I listened to podcasts going down, and then coming home I watched... Uh, TV. All right. All right. We'll, we'll start with baseball. Uh, with White Sox, actually. White Sox don't offer Carlos Rodon a qualifying offer, which, for anybody that doesn't know what a qualifying offer is, is if you played for a team, if you played the entirety of a season for a single team, when you go into free agency, if it's the last year of your contract, you can the team has the option to extend a qualifying offer to you which means that they will pay you what the average of the best 125 players in major leagues has gotten paid the year before. So it's like you're above average. You know, like if we want to extend the qualifying offer to you, it means that we think you're above average. You're saying you're saying the top 125 legit just players, not how how the, yeah, no no no. So how they're ranked. So it's it's the top 125 players in the entire major leagues they rank them like there's a way to like rank who's you know the most like the best players like it's like their war or whatever their wins above replacement basically mm-hmm. it's like top 125 there they take the average pay they get per year and that's a qualifying offer okay okay I got and you. so it's from the the last year's top 125 so this year it was 18.4 million dollars a year and it's basically like you sign a one-year contract so the, the team can extend it. The team cannot extend it. If the team extends it and the player declines, they get a uh, like a compensatory draft pick that year. The White Sox didn't extend it. The colors are down, which basically means he is now an unrestricted free agent. It doesn't mean that he can't sign with the White Sox, right. but it also means there is not a very good chance that he does sign with the White Sox. I think this is a stupid move. Because I think they should have signed him for that. Yeah. At least gotten another year out of him. This shows me that Ryan Sorf doesn't really want to pay the big bucks for any type of pitcher, which is not the move that you want to say uh, going yeah. into free agency. Right. I don't like, like if that. you're not willing to pay. So there's two ways that you can look at this. Either you look at this and you're like, he doesn't want to pay anybody $18.4 million, and that's a bad look. 
or he is saving that to pay somebody that he thinks is better than Carlos Rodon into free agency. Right. And I don't know which it is because Reinsdorf is notoriously cheap, but <laughs> Han has been the guy that's been like, yeah, we're going to like fucking go after it and we'll see what happens. Yeah. So I don't really know how to like, like, I don't know how to take it. It's like a legitimate coin toss. It's like, who's going to win out? Is it going to be Han or Reinsdorf? Couldn't tell you. And we'll I just that. don't know. It's a waiting game. It's a waiting game. I did see there's a couple other pitching news associated with the White Sox. I'm not sure if you were going to bring that up or not. Yes, I was. Well, they Are you talking about Michael Kopech? No, I'm talking about Kimbrell and Keuchel. Yeah, so they signed Kimbrell. Yep. Which basically just means they're going to trade him. Yep. Um, Keiko won a gold glove. Yep. Congrats. <laughs> Jack falls asleep after that. If they fucking sign Keiko again this year, I'm going to shoot somebody in the fucking face. What's his contract looking like? I think they have to pay him $18 million. I think legitimately they have to pay him $18 million. That's tough. Somebody tweeted it was like the same energy. And it was like two pictures. It was like the White Sox congratulating Dallas Keiko on winning the gold glove. And then it was just a picture of them the year before being like, congrats to Rick Hahn on winning finalist for AL Manager of the Year. It's like same energy, dude. They're just like fire him immediately. Like, yeah. Fucking get him out of here. I don't yeah. want him. So I hope it I hope it actually is the same energy because I don't want to see Dallas Keiko pitch. Listen, I think great guy. This year, baseball wise, trash. I'll say it, trash. <laughs> Garbage. If you're leaving seventy eight mile an hour fucking meatballs over the middle of the plate, yeah, you're gonna get fucking pissed on. So I don't wanna see you pitch again. Please get the fuck off my team. Uh so yeah, I mean that's pitching wise, that's all I really care about. Okay, what else White Sox you got? Not White Sox, but Pitching wise, pitching. Okay, you know who also did not get a qualifying offer extended to them? Max Scherzer. No, I don't know if his contract allows that. I don't know. Just that was just a guess. Well, someone else on the Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw, did not get a qualifying offer, which means Clayton Kershaw is an unrestricted free agent. <clears throat> White Sox. I'll take a better lefty than Dallas Keuchel. I'll the, take fucking uh, Clayton Kershaw. Don't think he's going to be pretty expensive, though? Don't give a fuck. He's obviously... Dodgers didn't think he was worth $18 million. Ooh. I could, I could get behind that. I mean, I'll fucking take him over Dallas Keuchel any day of the goddamn week. Clayton Kershaw? I'd rather, wow. ha- I'd rather have Max Scherzer. I'll be honest with you. How about both? Fiesta, that fucking commercial, you know. Remember those? Remember that commercial uh, with the chick that's like the? It's like the. I want like a soft shell taco, or like I want a hard shell oh, yeah, taco. Yeah, yeah. And it's like why both? not both? And it's like <laughs> <laughs> they do like a fucking Fiesta for her, dude. Why not both? Why not both? Fucking Clayton Kershaw, Max Scherzer, dude. Your starting lineup then would be ridiculous. Giolito, Lynn. You'd have a six-man rotation. Yeah. Because they said they want to bring Kopech into the starting rotation next year, Dude, which I'm all fine for. That would be an elite starting rotation. It, dude, it's so tough, though, because, like, 
sure, I want my best pitcher pitching all the time. But at the same time, like, I like the cockiness that that uh, Kopech has out of the pen. Yeah. And I like his shit to be like, yeah, like, fuck you. Like, I'm going to come in, I'm going to shut down three innings, I'm going to get the fuck out of there. Like, do I want that well, um, for, like, six innings? Fuck yeah, I do. Crochet is still going to bring that same energy out of the pen. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. But then, like, I still want that other guy to be like, oh, fucking, what's yeah. up, you bitch? Yeah. Like, I'm a psychopath. I'm coming in there to, like, hunt heads and then I'm out, you know? I feel like you kind of like lose that when you're a starting pitcher. Like you don't you don't have that like, because like, when you're coming out of the bullpen, you're coming in there being like, I know I gotta do my job. Right. Like when you're starting, you're like, all right, yeah, like I'm doing this for like six innings. When you're coming out of the pen, you're like, I got like six batters I gotta get out. Yeah. And like that's my job. Right. So it's like you can be as cocky as you want. I feel like he just kind of loses a little bit of that when he's a starting pitcher. I feel like uh you know your bullpen pitchers are like um, espresso shots versus a full cup of coffee they both have caffeine one of them you know is like a slow and steady release and one's a swift kick to the nuts yeah like i'm taking that to the dome real yeah. quick you know <laughs> but yeah i mean i'm fine with Kopech being a starting pitcher but and trust me there's fucking zero percent chance that like the Sox go out and get kershaw and scherzer if they get one of them, I'll be fucking psyched. Come on, man. It's a fiesta. My my off-season priority list. Number one is Marcus Simeon. And the the Blue Jays already extended him a qualifying offer. He hasn't accepted it or denied it, but they have extended him one. Okay. I'd give him 20 mil a year. I'd, I'd give him the hobby bias contract. The five, five years, hundred mil, hundred percent. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even fucking blink, and I'd give him that. The, the, like, I'd, I'd fucking write a blank check. I'd be like, oh, five years, hundred million, signed. I give him that in two seconds, two seconds, and I think that's why he hasn't accepted it because he knows he's better than eighteen million a year. Yeah, for a year too. Right. So, I'm giving that to him. My second priority, maybe, is a starting pitcher. Maybe, if not, it's a right fielder. But at the same time, like, you can argue that, like, Sheets and Vaughn are comparable in right field. Um, but it's definitely a starting pitcher and then – or a second baseman and then starting pitcher and right field is, like, interchangeable. I, I think, in my opinion, there's a significant drop-down between starting pitcher and right field just because of the fact that you can throw Sheets and Vaughn out there and them not be complete liabilities. I'm going second baseman number one, starting pitcher number two, and then there's a big drop down to a right fielder. Yeah, but at the same time, like if you look at it, like, like look at the like look at the Braves and the Astros. It's not like they had a fucking dominant five. And they still fucking won. Yeah, like you're looking at the most. You, okay, yeah, you you're looking at the most dominant pitching staff in baseball this year. Statistically, it's the Dodgers. It just was. How'd that work out? Fucking not very well. At the end of the day, it just comes down to like roll the dice. Yeah. It comes down to the team of fucking destiny. Team of destiny. It comes down to the team of destiny fucking doing their thing and fucking winning the goddamn World Series. There you go. Speaking of the team of destiny, did you see what happened at their World Series parade? No. This was very funny. So I'll show you a video after 
after the podcast. Um, one of their like like better relief pitchers, Tyler Matzik, they had like the double decker buses, you know, mm-hmm. going off, and so he gets off the bus, like because they're going slow, mm-hmm. you know, you can just walk on and off. He gets off the bus to like, and he's wearing, he's like in jeans, sweatshirt, his own jersey, and like a hat, not like a baseball hat, but like a. Not like a fedora, but like a nice, like stylish dress hat, you know. Yeah. yeah. So he gets off the bus. He goes over there. He's going to high five fans, and there's obviously cops, and the cops tried to fucking arrest him because they thought he was just a fan trying to get on the buses. No. And he was like, "Dude, I'm fucking Tyler Matzik." He was like, "I'm on the goddamn team," and they like had him like with his hands like behind his back. Like, what? as the buses are going, and he's telling him, he's like, dude, I'm Tyler Metzger. He was like, this is my jersey. Like, I'm on the team. And they're like, fucking, show us your ID. And he fucking pulls out his wallet and shows it to him. And they're like, all right, dude, you're good. He's oh like, imagine God, almost getting ar- he's like, imagine almost getting arrested at your fucking World Series parade. Great story, though. Yeah. And then and then did you see Jock Peterson? Big cock Jock, Jocktober. What did he do? He gets up into the, uh, first of all, Jock Peterson is becoming... Like one of my new favorite players, and I, like, dude, if he wants to play right field for the White Sox next year, by all means. Didn't they? Didn't the Sox offer him like one yeah. or two seasons ago? It was it was last year. It was a it was ten year or it was ten million for a year. That would have been pretty sweet. So again, I love him because he wears the pearls, and he says, "Why do you wear the pearls? I'm a bad bitch," and that's fucking sweet too. And then he gets up at the World Series Parade. He's obviously fucked up, and you're fucking at the World Series Parade. And he's speaking in front of, like, legitimately, like, in front of the whole crowd. And he just grabs the mic. Last thing he says, he goes, We are those motherfuckers! (laughs) And then drops the mic and does, like, a fucking, like, back up, like, what's up, everybody? It was like, dude, Jack Peterson was on the Braves for half a year. He damn near might get a statue. Yeah. Seriously. Like, that motherfucker is the best. Yeah. All it does is in his, dogs. In his, in his statue, they have to have... Um, the pearls. The pearls and the, the bat. Yeah, the Anthony Rizzo bat. The Anthony Rizzo engraved bat, yeah. <laughs> I forgot who else it was. It was like I think it might have been Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall was using Jock yeah. Peterson's bat, who was using Anthony Rizzo's bat. Right. It's like, yeah, dude, fucking just pass it down. Right. It's so funny, though, dude. Like, that's... I don't know. Fucking Jock Peterson's awesome. What a guy. If you want to play right field for us, I'll fucking... You know, you too... Nick Castellanos, you as well. If you also want to play right field for us, fucking extend the offer. I'll take it. You know. All right. Um, enough White Sox talk. Let's move on. What are we What are we talking next? You want to talk Notre Dame? Sure. Of course. Miss this game, and I hear Kevin Austin just goes off. I want to say career high in receiving yards, uh, two hundred plus, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Dang. I want to say it was like I want to say they they showed a stats in like the third and it was two oh four. I don't don't quote me on that. Holy nuts, dude! All right, I'm 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 doing a little fact checking here. He doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the Why? dude catches passes that you're like, there's fucking, there's no way he catches that, and he catches them every single time. And then it's like, oh, easy, like nobody's guarding him, drop the pass. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. 
Uh, six catches for 139 yards. Okay, never mind. I don't know where I got 204 from. Averaging over 23 yards per catch. Yeah. I He just didn't make any sense. It's like, dude, like, how the fuck do you not catch half these? And then you're like, oh, like tiptoeing down the sideline, like fingertip catch? Yeah, I got that, no problem. Made no fucking sense. Hey, still love him. Th- th- this was, oh, yeah, dude, listen. I- I've... I'm 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 right there with you. Kevin Austin is a he is the best physically talented wide receiver that we have. There's just some plays that just baffle me sometimes <laughs> with him, where it's like, dude, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And then there are other plays where it's it's a what the fuck was that in a good way. Right. And it's like, dude, how the fuck did you catch that? He, like he just doesn't make any sense. It's it's a uh, it's a uh, he's the most you know, inconsistent best wide receiver of all time. An angry what the fuck was that? And then he catches it. And Holy like, what the shit! Fuck was what the that? fuck was that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude, it just—it never makes any sense. I—I I just don't understand him at all. His his touchdown that he had—I told you this before—was so funny. And this is where this whole game kind of you know like wraps up into where over top to bottom, I think this was the best game Notre Dame has played all year, defensive and offensive wise. I don't know if that is because they game planned really well or navy just sucks that bad because i mean navy gave cincinnati a run for their money yeah but the the touchdown that kevin austin had it was like a 50 yard touchdown they legitimately ran the same play twice in a row and the first time when it didn't work brian kelly came onto the field yelled at jack cohen about how wide open kevin austin was and then they just did the exact same play again, and Kevin Austin was again that wide open. That reminds me of like uh, youth league basketball, when Dude. when when you run like a backdoor cut and like no one's ever heard of a backdoor yeah. at that age, and the kid's so wide open that, that the they forget to pass that? the ball. So then you know next play down, it's like do it again, do the exact same play. Dude, and it wasn't even like it wasn't even like Kelly like like came like close to Cohen like he was like called Cohen over and he was like hey like get over here it's like you missed a wide open wide receiver like they're talking like face to face no no no. like Jack Cohen was in the middle of the field Kelly took about five steps onto the field pointed at Kevin Austin (laughs) and was like he was so fucking wide open how did you miss him and then Cohen like you could see Cohen literally like shake his head like my bad almost get back into the huddle, ran the exact same <laughs> fucking play, and threw it right back to Kevin Austin, who was then again so wide open. You love it. And then, like, they, they showed the play on the video board. So, like, Kevin Austin is, is, is out wide left. And, like, they, it was it was like almost one of those things where, like, there wasn't another read. Like, he was going to throw it to Kevin Austin to, like, stick it to Kelly either way yeah. almost. Like, Jack Cohen had his whole head pointed to the right but they showed it on the video board so you could see his eyes were just over to the left side of the field the whole time he was just like i'm throwing it to fucking kevin austin there's yeah. no other person i'm throwing it to so it was like one of those things where it was like the top to bottom fucking fantastic game yeah again the deal and again you give up six to navy our defense looked great no issues with the triple option? No, but this is another thing where, again, I don't know if this is because we're good or they're bad. Their offensive line was playing the Olay defense. 
fucking dude kurt heinish was in the backfield every play it was like fucking kurt heinish is in the backfield dude like that motherfucker's the slowest dude of all time yeah how's he get in the backfield that fast he was beating everybody off the ball like that dude was like snorted some like g or like some c4 before the game like that dude was fucking on one yesterday yeah. Yeah. he was he was tossing people he was in the backfield they would hike the ball and the quarterback would make one step, and he was in the backfield. It was like, how the fuck did Kurt Heinisch get off the line that fast? It's <laughs> like, was dude. It, uh, was it Paul Mawala last year that intercepted, intercepted a, the pitch. a pitch? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's still one of the craziest plays, but I'm, I, that's just what I'm picturing in my head when you're saying that he was in the backfield that fast. Dude, he damn near was. Like, he was, like, it was every play. It was him. It was him and Patello. Were in the backfield, like like it was no one's business. But they that was the, a monster. They were in the backfield every fucking play. Yeah, it was like holy shit, dude. Like they would try to pass the ball sometimes. It was like, dude, like I know it's like third and seventeen. Like you got a better chance of running the triple option and getting the first down <laughs> than you do throwing the ball. Like this guy drops back in the coverage, like you're fucked. Yeah, like you're so fucked. There were two big plays, and it was literally on like a triple end around. Like they literally like did a option read left pitched it to the back who then pitched it to a guy coming a- around the other way to the right and then like another like just triple option type of play and that was the only two big plays they had basically all game and no it was touchdowns like, though right nope was both two, field, two goals. field goals yeah okay and it was just like they just dominated them start to finish um i'm gonna be really busy today because i gotta watch the notre dame game and uh, season four of Yellowstone came out last Ooh. night, so I got two episodes of that to knock out. I started watching Suits the other day. I like Suits. I watched I the first episode of Ted that. Lasso too. Yeah, oh, we don't have Apple TV, so I know the flight did though. Huh. About that. Well, back to night football. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I told you this before. Uh, oh yeah, is this the breaking news you were gonna give me? Yeah. Uh. This is good or bad breaking news? Bad. Oh, no. I think Avery Davis is out for the season. Why? Uh, they reported a significant inner knee injury to him, which is most likely a torn ACL. <sighs> Come on now. Bright bright side. Looking on the bright side. Lorenzo uh, Styles, Deion Colsey. They looked very good. And this is another one where Lorenzo Styles, we talked about this before, he beats fucking every cornerback ever. Like, he's wide open all, all the time. Kevin Austin might be, like, top three to five most physically gifted wide receivers that have been on Notre Dame's roster. And I think Lorenzo Styles could pass him. Okay, like, so I don't know about— easily. I, I, Okay, so the thing is, I don't know about physically gifted— I think Lorenzo's... Like they're, they're just athletes. Yeah, but I but the thing is, like, I think Kevin Austin is a better physically gifted athlete. I think Lorenzo Styles, football-wise, is better than him. Like, he runs fantastic routes. Like, to the point... And, like, he's, like, physically gifted in the fact that he's fast. He's not as big or as built as Kevin Austin. Yeah. But, like, Lorenzo Styles, were like... Like, I, I, say, I say this every time I watch him. He'll run a route, and he beats the cornerback every single fucking time. Like, he's wide open every pass play. It's like, can he catch the ball? That's the question. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited. 
Yeah. Not not for Avery Davis being out, but I am excited to get to see some some of these freshmen continue to develop. Yeah. Also, I I have another kind of bone to pick with just Notre Dame fans in general. So we were all making a big deal about this Drake Bowen kid. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yep. Why are we not making a big deal about the five-star linebacker that we have coming in next year? Who? Jalen Sneed. Oh. Why are we not talking about that guy? Uh, that, that talk already passed. He's been committed uh, for a while. Yeah, but we should be continuously talking about him. We have the number four, the number 10, and the number 13 linebacker in the nation all coming in next year. As of right now, I think we have the second most five stars in the class coming in next year, only behind Oklahoma. I think that's what the stat is, something like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, why are we not talking about that kid? Like, we should be talking about him. Yeah. yeah. Also, Drake Bowen was tweeting at this guy this weekend. The the safety. Do you know about this kid? Depends. I didn't check Twitter, so who's he tweeting at? <laughs> Where is he? Got a fucking... He was tweeting at some kid who is the... No, oh, right here. Sonny Styles. Oh, that's... Lorenzo's brother. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, number one safety in the nation. Yeah. You know why the crystal ball is telling him he's gone? I mean, fucking hello. I know. I know. Dude's yeah. a fucking monster. Yeah. Have you seen... Dude, did you look up his fucking... Like, yeah. Lorenzo... Dude, Lorenzo Styles is, is, as we were talking about, like an absolute beast, and his brother might be better than him. Dude, his brother's his brother, the class of twenty twenty three, is the number one safety nation, and he's six four two twenty out of high school. Yeah, uh, fucking please, fucking I don't care if the one kid this year commits or not. Then if we get fucking that guy, imagine if both of them did. It was just like the most dominant fucking backfield of all or fucking secondary of all time. Yeah, get the number one safety this year in twenty twenty two, and then get also the number one safety for next year. In 2023, please. How you doing? We just replaced Kyle Hamilton with two more Kyle <laughs> Hamiltons. Please. Uh, I, I, we, I, I, we can't give them that praise yet. Oh, uh, fucking. They're, they're good. We haven't seen them play a college snap. Come on. Listen, man. Let's not get our head over our boots here. Well, also, I or mean. Our boots over our head. We were what hyping up Kyle Hamilton the fucking first time that the press could come to practice. Yeah. People forget that. Yeah. So he had big, he had big shoes to fill immediately. It's all right. Hopefully, bright things ahead for Notre Dame football. Dude, I'm also just I'm I'm also just pumped up now to just say, uh, fucking Niafe Tui Halamaka. I yeah, can't Tui wait Halamaka. to Dude, I was just th- so I was looking at that like, okay, so you have Jalen Sneed, you have this guy Joshua Burnham, and then you have um, Niafe Tui Halamaka. You also have Maris Leafau coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, their linebacking core is, like, damn, you're going to be, like, best in the nation next yeah, year. Yeah, could be. You have, you have a you have a the number 10 wide receiver coming in, the number 18 wide receiver coming in. Give me some names here. Who are we talking about? Uh, C.J. Williams. Okay. From Modern Day. Which, any every time anytime you get somebody from Modern Day, I'm just like, yeah, that guy's good. Yeah. Like, he modern went to, day he or, went to Modern uh, Day. Bishop Gorman. Those are the two... Or or uh, St. John Bosco. That's yeah, the other one that yeah, like, yeah. they fucking compete with modern day. So it's just like, yeah. Or if you get him from IMG. Yep. IMG is the other one. Um, 
Tobias Merriweather. Oh, yep. That's just a sweet name. Yep. Cool. Uh, Tyson Ford, four-star D-end. Yeah. Number 23 in the nation. Ooh, Ty Chan. Yeah. He's an O-tackle. Dude, that's pretty sick. You got the number 18 running back coming in. Dude, we got a lot of guys that are just fucking... We got a lot of guys. We got a lot of guys. <laughs> and then you go to 2023. Dude, 2023's class is... There's there's nobody under a 91 in their class as their recruits. You have you have the number six D D uh, lineman who's better than Drake Bowen, rated above Drake Bowen. You have a 95 overall edge rusher who is the number five in his cl- number five in his position, and then you have a 93 tight end and a 93 running back. And people are hating on Brian Kelly. I mean, I'll take the recruits, you know. I'll take him. Come on now. I'll take him any day of the week. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Big yeah. things ahead. I will say, though, so I watched the game. So I was at the game. And then I watched it on TV. And I didn't think I would ever say this. I like I like Drew Brees as a commentator. I I still don't think that I have like legit gotten to hear him commentate a game. He's definitely not as biased as I thought he was going to be. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So, you see the uh, Virginia game coming up this week got moved to primetime. Yeah. Also, uh, fucking I I keep wanting to calling him Drake London, and it's just not his fucking name. Um. The freshman running back, 22, Diggs. Estime, Logan Diggs. Logan Diggs. I don't know why I want to say Drake London all the time. See, Drake that, London broke his leg the game after Notre Dame. That sucks. I never want that to happen, but... Uh, Logan Diggs is going to be a fucking stud. I'll fucking... I'll stamp that right now. Logan Diggs is going to be a fucking stud. Uh, Lance Taylor? Mm-hmm. Tip my hat to you, my friend. Big, he can have a lot of Miller lights. <laughs> Tip my hat, you, I, you, unlimited Miller lights. You ever come over to our house? You get fucking <laughs> unlimited Miller lights, dude. Fucking anytime. See at the bar, Miller light on us. Yeah. Um, but it was cool when I was watching the game. They had a there was a play in the in the fourth, where or in the third, where Buckner hands it off to, um, Diggs. Diggs for a touchdown, and it was just cool to see Breeze at least acknowledge it. And he was like, well, he was like, uh, whoever was commentating with him, like, called out. I was like, and Buckner hands off the digs, and it's a touchdown. And, you know, whatever. Breeze is like, yeah, I think we're going to be hearing that for a couple of years from now. And yep. I was like, yep, that's the future right yep, there. absolutely. Like, dude, Logan Diggs is a fucking stud. Buckner's a stud. Give me Audrey Gastamay, sprinkle that in there. Like, we got some fucking, we got some players coming in, you know? It's big time. It's fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Real quick, I wanted to stay on college football, Purdue. Making Notre Dame look like a playoff team one fucking snap at a time. I mean, they beat Iowa when Iowa was number two. They beat Michigan State when Michigan State was number three. Like, what the nuts? Upset team. They a got, team of upsets. They got a little, they got a little magic with them. They're the team of upsets, you know? Yeah. They do what they got to do. So shout out to the Boilermakers. I never thought I'd say that. I know. But thank you for making Notre Dame look good. Yeah, how about that? That that damn near might be the best win that we've had all year. <laughs> Could be, yeah. 
It, like, legitimately might be. Uh, it's Denver, Wisconsin. Yeah, probably. It, it, to this point. Damn fucking shout to Purdue. This, this upcoming weekend. We'll see. Shout out to Purdue. Shout out to Purdue. Um, Never thought I'd fuck you, Purdue, at the same time. Shoot, I thought I had something sports-related that I wanted to bring up, but I can't remember it. Are we talking anything else? Oh, the Bears play tonight. And so we got that. <laughs> I don't need my misery to go on to a Monday. I don't want to watch him play the Steelers. You know, I mean, it's actually going to be a fucking Big Ten game. Game's going to end like fucking 10-7. to 7-3. to That's going to be a fucking horrible game. <laughs> Everybody's going to be like, oh, Monday Night Football, a great game. And then it's going to be like, uh, you're going to be at the water cooler like Tuesday morning and be like, hey, man, you see Monday Night Football? Nope, fell asleep in the first. And the other guy's going to be like, fell asleep in the second, so we're good. And that's going to be the end of it. <laughs> Nothing happened. And no one cared fucking ever. Yeah. I'm like, dude, she was like, that game's not going to be entertaining. The it fucking is what it Steelers is. and the Bears, dude. So we could see Chase Claypool, though. Can't be sleeping on Chase. I'm not sleeping on Chase. I'm just sleeping on the game. I can. Watch it, watch I can turn sl- into a shootout, like I a forty-two thirty-five. I wish. I hope. Just give me something to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sleeping on Chase. I'm just sleeping on. I'm sleeping on Ben Roethlisberger. Fair. That's just gonna be a fucking shit show. <laughs> God damn it. Um. Any other sports you want to touch on? You good there? Good. Yeah, I think I'm pretty much good. All right, cool. Um, we will wrap up the show with random thoughts, dumb stories, anything from the weekend. Um, you got anything you want to touch on? Yeah, dude. So I saw this today when I was like, so I was driving to go get some coffee this morning. Okay. And so like when, by where we live, like you can drive down like one of the main roads has like a sidewalk that attaches to a bunch of like neighborhoods and everything. So, I saw a family driving in a golf cart. Mom, dad, three kids. Yep. Pimped out golf cart. Of course. Like, pimped out. Like, you can't put any fucking golf bags back here. They're just using it to drive around. Yeah. To the point of, they have a spare tire on the back like it's a fucking G-Wagon. Oh, yes, dude. Let's go. Okay, no. But then... I, I thought the same thing. Like, it's lifted. Yeah. They got custom rims. Su- painted white. Sweet golf cart. Okay? But then, they fucked it up. They fucked it up. Because on the windshield, they had, like, a little sticker decal that said, No Flex Zone. Oh, come and on. it was what like, you, you fucking, you fucking you, son of a bitch. You messed up. No, because you're a fucking asshole now. Yeah. Because you're clearly flexing on people, and now you're just a fucking asshole who's got a sticker that says no flex zone on the front of there. Clearly, clearly I'm trying to flex a golf cart. That was that was cool until it wasn't. Exactly. I thought the same thing. Dude, because I'm talking, like, these were, like, some, like, custom-ass rims. Like, it looked like rims that were on, like, 
a 1950s like BMW, like a cool like classic. And then they fuck. I passed it and I saw it and I was like, those motherfuckers. Like I hate them, dude. This past summer, um, I was golfing at. I was golfing, and uh, we sick. <laughs> we saw we, these these people had golf carts that literally, they like were had them redone, remodeled, whatever you want to call it. To make them look like they were just miniature versions of cars. As long as they didn't have the no flex zone on the front, that's no, no, fine. No. So like that like it looked like they were in like a, a pickup truck. So like where the bags go was like the bed of the truck. Well that's sick. And then like it had like mini yeah, door. Sick. Like it literally just looked like a shrunk down version yeah, of, that's a, cool. of a car. I was like, Man, I've never seen that, but that's that's, that's cool. Pretty sweet. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, dude, these fuckers. I saw them and I was like, you know what? That's that's a cool car. It's a cool golf cart. They got their whole family with them. Sick. And then they fucking yeah, no flex zone. And I was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> You're clearly flexing on everybody. Why you gotta do that? You don't have to put no flex zone when it's clearly a flex. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's like putting no flex on the back of like a Lamborghini. It's like, dude, no, you're you're driving a fucking Lambo, dude. Like, you're clearly flexing on people. Yeah. God, I hate people like that. I fuck do that. It, it pissed me off. It was it was eight thirty in the morning, and I was pissed off. Damn, it ruined my next like hour. <laughs> I was thinking about it, dude. In the fucking like <laughs> dead ass, like in the fucking line to get my coffee. I was like, those motherfuckers back there thinking that they're not flexing on I'm, people. I'm I'm glad that you those just said an hour of bitches. I was waiting for you to drop the rest of my day. No, I was like, it was no, way no. too early for not, that. Not the rest of the day. Yeah, that's like well, the thing is like there's not a lot of things that can like ruin the rest of my day for me. Good. Good. Well, it's also because I have like the fucking well, this is another problem that we gotta get into. I think I might be getting like dementia. Why? I just forget that I do stuff all the time. Oh, ask Sierra. I forget a lot of things, dude. And it's and it's and it's been more prominent since we've moved in together. Um, <laughs> Am I causing it? <laughs> no, but it's just like, like so, like when we used to just live. Like, at our parents' house. Like, we just never, like, you don't have to, like, lock the door. Yeah. Dude, like, I'll leave. I I will, like, specifically in my head be like, lock the door, lock the door, lock the door, lock the door. And, yeah. And I, then, I'll lock the door, and I will make it, I won't even make it out of, like, the apartment complex. And I'll be like, did I lock the door? Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be no. like, what the fuck? Dude? That's, like, that's I normal. know I locked the door. That's normal. That yeah, but, like, not for me. I feel like that happens to everyone, though. No. Cause I, I, dude, I will do that where I'm like out and about like running errands and like halfway through my shopping, I'll be like, I swear to God, I didn't close the garage door. Okay. Okay. But see, uh, here's two things about what you just said. One, I've lived by myself and like in college and I remember I was like, yeah, I locked the door. Like I'm good. And then two, like you said, like you're like, you have left, gone to like the grocery store and you're halfway done. I'm not even so it's thinking like, about it at the yeah, beginning, though. It, but, yeah, but and so that's the thing. Like, you've already made it, like, a period of time where, like, I haven't locked the door yet. Or, like, you haven't even thought about it. And then you get to that point where, like, did I lock the door? Dude, mine's, like, like 20 seconds after I leave. Where it's, like, I know, like, I, I will specifically be, like, lock the door, lock the door, lock the door. I'll remember, be, like, all right, I checked the door. I locked it. Garage door is closed. 
we're all good. I'm going to leave now, back up, take a right, right, at, right out of the apartment complex, and I'll be like, fucking, did, did I, I lock, lock the that? door? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, that was five seconds ago. Yeah. Like, it was no, like, it's 30 seconds. And I'm like, did I fucking do that? I was like, I did that 30 seconds ago. I think I'm getting dementia. <laughs> I can't remember dick. Oh, man. Hate when that happens. Um, dude, it's bad. I'm telling you, dude, it's normal. And it's, dude, it's, it's been like, it's been like four days in a row where that's happened. The, the, the same thing happens to me, though. Um, usually not when I'm like going out somewhere, but when I'm going to bed, I'll be like, I, I know I lock the front door and then I'll go down there and then check and be like, okay, the front door is locked. And then I'll like go brush my teeth, like go to the bathroom, get on my pajamas. And then I'll be like, did I lock the front door? And then I have to go back down there and check again. Yeah. Mine's only when I leave. Yeah. Like if I'm home, I'm like, yeah, no, I checked it. Yeah. And then also if I didn't. Then I'm like, fucking, if someone breaks in, like, I'm here, and they can just kill me. I don't care. <laughs> fucking is what it is at this point. I would rather have somebody, like, break in and kill me than break in when I'm not home and steal my shit. No dead way. ass. No, dead ass. Straight no up. Way. Straight up. That's, that's fucking a terrible take. Reap what I sow, dude. I don't no. know. No. Because I would, I would rather just die than live with the shame of knowing that it was my fault we that got someone fucking. Insurance, I know, I know, but it's it's. I would rather like in my head, I'd rather fucking die than live with the shame of no. me knowing that it was my fault Absolutely that somebody not. broke in and stole our shit. That's terrible. Yeah, but fucking. That's how my brain works, man. Nope. nope. That's how my brain works. Um, you got any other dumb thoughts? No. All right. I got a couple. Mine are all um, travel slash airport related. Kind of fitting for my weekend. It's good because I got some hot takes about airport acting. I should act at an airport basically. Okay. Um, first thing, why don't more places implement moving sidewalks or moving walkways? Those things are sick and... It's like it's like you're walking and moving and walking I, and it's like super speed walking. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like uh airport's got the patent and they're like, you know, fucking fuck everybody <laughs> else. Like nobody else is getting this shit. Like I feel like they should put those in like schools. Okay, well also, why are they only for like 30 feet? I went on some pretty long ones today. Yeah, but, like, dude, like, if you're going to fucking put that in, like, rock it the whole way. Like, imagine, like, in a in a college There should know, be exits. Building. There should be exits. <laughs> like, in the middle of it, yeah. Like, in the middle of it, yeah, straight up. Yeah. Dude, those things are just super efficient. Yeah. And uh, I think more places need to start implementing those. Yeah. So there's that. Um, let me see. Next thing here. Oh. We, um, well, actually, no, I'm going to save that one. Uh, I saw the most random thing that I have ever seen someone try and take through, um, like TSA security. A gun? No. A printer. I respect that. <laughs> like, I would even respect him. Was it like in a bag? 
Wait, was he just like was he like carrying the printer? Uh <laughs> the printer had like about two circles of like saran wrap around the outside of it. And then uh he was pushing it on like a, a on a little cart thing. What? <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God. Cause I was like, dude, if this motherfucker was like carrying this it was, shit, it was unboxed. And then, like, like it was not in a box. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying like, I'm saying like he he's wrapped the cord, like the the outlet cord around it. Like I thought, like in my head, because I'm trying to play out how I would carry a printer <laughs> through like TSA. So the only way that I could do it is if I fucking wrapped the the like the outlet cord around like the printer, mm-hmm. and then I I put it through TSA. And then at the gate, like I'm plugging it in so I can type and print something at the same time. I, yeah, I'm not sure if like he... the saran wrap around it's fucking banana lands. <laughs> like, what are you doing that for? <laughs> just put it in a bag then. Just get a fucking. I, I'm really not sure if like he was an airport worker or like just someone who really needed his printer or what the deal was. But he was literally like going through security, like. The TSA check line of security right next to me, just with a full-on printer. And then I was <laughs> like, "Well, it, like, is this a bomb? Like, should I be worried about this?" And uh, they were like, "Oh yeah, you got to go through the vendor's gate or something like that." So, so then second thought is, now I just imagine like, here's how I picture him: backpack, khakis, button down, <laughs> yep, printer, yep, and then he's putting it through the fucking the little thing. <laughs> gets on and then i imagine now being a just a random guy that's sitting on the same plane as him and so like that guy comes on two rows in front of me in, in the overhead storage <laughs> bin it's just like fucking printer right up there and then whips the backpack down it's like sup and then you go what the fuck did you do did you just put a printer up there dude he's like yeah man fucking crazy day <laughs> yeah that was that was a wild uh sequence of events there <laughs> dude i respect it you gotta print something off that bad and also like in the world that we live in there's nothing <laughs> you actually have to print off that's that much that's that important right there's never been anything that's that important that you have to bring a printer to wherever you are never again though respect the hustle there's there are zero professions that you need a printer that bad that you have to bring your own maybe if you were a newspaper company you ain't printing a fucking newspaper (laughs) on that printer i'll tell you that my only one would have been lawyer and then i would have been like you can just go to like a fucking fedex or kinko's or whatever and print that shit yeah so yeah thought i'd share that one and then the the last thing i had to bring up this past weekend was the uh daylight savings time thing right clocks fall back i think i got bamboozled out of that huh so the clocks went back an hour saturday night into sunday right fall back fall back right so lean back when we got to mexico we were an hour behind Eastern time. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm already confused. the The story just started. I know. When we got to Mexico, we were an hour behind. You're in Central time. We were on Central time. You're in Central time in Mexico. Correct. Okay. So then, 
Saturday night is when the time change happened. Okay. But then in Mexico, we jumped from Central to Eastern time. Yeah, you lost me. So we were on Chicago time when we got there. You're never going to convince. And then when we left, we were on Indiana time. So I think I got reversed in the in the time change world. What? Yeah. Cuz I don't think Mexico observes daylight savings time. Maybe. I don't know. But but I'm telling you we changed time zones without changing locations. I went from central time to eastern time because of daylight savings time without moving locations. I'm not in the right state of mind to be talking about time zones right now. I'm going to be honest with you. I was trying to make sense of what was going on, and that doesn't make any sense. That's what I'm saying. I'm still lost. I don't fucking know at all what just happened. I don't know how that's even possible. Exactly my point. I don't know what happened. Time zones and like daylight savings, that's another thing that just doesn't make sense. That was a wild experience too. Does the whole world observe time like daylight savings? Well, not Arizona. Besides Arizona, because those fuckers are on my shit list. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I would assume maybe. Actually, I don't. I have no like, idea. That's crazy, right? Like I don't know if they do or not. Traveling on a day. You could tell me that the USA is the only people that observe like daylight savings. I'd be like, all right, fucking sure. Dude, traveling on a day. That the daylight savings time. I would 100% miss my flight. In a foreign country. 100% miss my flight. Wild. wild 100% miss my flight. Wild time to be alive. That's all I got, though. Well. (laughs) Well. Well. uh, You also just sparked an idea that I have had. Okay. About airports. Okay. I want to make a dating app. For airports only. Like just someone to get a drink with? No. Like, like you can put like, like, so like I'm going to like, I'm going to like Midway or O'Hare and I'm flying to like fucking Nashville, you know? Okay. I want to be able to fucking rock that in a dating app and then also see females who are also flying from chicago to nashville that same day not at the same time doesn't have to be at the same time because you know how many people come through that airport hundreds of thousands you know how many attractive females there are there a fucking ton dude i was thinking about that the last time i was there i was like dude they're like if it wasn't so weird to just like go up and talk to people at an airport be like, hey, like, well, fucking, what's up? Where are you going? Like, I should just be able to be like, oh, because then, like, I can match with somebody that's also going to Nashville. Be like, oh, like, when are you going to Nashville? Like, what are you going for? Who are you going with? Oh, you're going with your friends? Like, me and my boys are going down there, too. We should meet up in Nashville. It doesn't even have to be, like, a dating app. It doesn't have to be, like, da- dating, per se. It should be, like, uh, it should be, like, Tinder for airports. I think I'm onto something here. I can't tell if I like that or think it's stupid. I think Tinder for airports 
makes a fucking lot of sense. Hmm. Where it's like, what, like you you match with a bunch of people that are going to the same place as you. It could be all day. Yeah, maybe. Dude, that I'm telling we'd, you, that'd be, geni- that. that'd be a genius. That'd be a genius idea. You got any idea. name ideas for it? I'm trying to think of a catchy one. <laughs> well, my, my original one was just airport ass was the first one that came up with. <laughs> but I don't know. That one's going to fly. It's, uh, uh, in, in a, it's an AA right there. <laughs> it's a fucking AA meeting, you know, an airport ass meeting. Dude, I, never mind. Maybe that's the best idea I've ever had. No. Airport ass, we just call it AA meetings. Because then you don't know if it's... Airport ass, Alcoholics Anonymous, American Airlines. That that's why it's so good. And anything else that has AA as its initials. That's why it's good. I don't know. You fall into the category of like I'm playing the misdirection game. <laughs> like I don't want people to know. Dude, I'm telling you, Tinder at airports would be like a fucking that'd be dude, I'm telling you that's a multi million dollar idea. I'm gonna have to consult some tech friends. If we had dude, I'm telling Fucking, we're going to cut this. We're going to cut this whole section, and we're going to make millions of dollars on this. <laughs> I swear to God. It's a fucking, I'm telling you, it's a genius idea. We'll see. Dude, because he, 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 also, like, you ever seen those TikToks where it's like, look at this cute guy on my plane? Yeah. Fucking guess what? Boom, there's an app for that. Fucking, whoop, swipe right, and it's like, oh, like, what seat are you in? Fucking, whoop, you're on my plane? Whoop. Now you doing Who's joining the Mile High Club today? Come on now. <laughs> Let's fucking... Dude, dude, we're making this fucking... Uh, we're going to do this. That's a genius idea. You're kind of talking me into it, but I still... I'm not fully convinced. I'm telling you, this would be a fucking genius idea. Okay. There's like a way to like super like if you're on the same plane or some shit like that. Yeah. Like fucking dude, come on. Dude, we're d- we just fucking... need some catchy marketing. Give me, yeah. give me some time to think about this yeah, because exactly. we, gotta, we need we need a better name. We need something for like the super likes, like you were saying, like a nice way to incorporate that. But you, it's not bad. We're, I, the groundwork's there. Yeah, yeah. I'm laying the bricks. Like if we're making the pyramid, the bottom level's there. Yeah. This is a million dollar idea, multi million dollar idea. Check back in in a couple episodes. We'll see what we've come up with. Maybe. Actually, in a couple episodes, if we're not here and we're fucking multi-millionaires <laughs> from making this goddamn app, we'll fucking see you later. Yeah, there you go. All right, anything else? Yeah, that's it. All right, well, that is where we are wrapping up Shed Some Light episode 123. Thank you all for listening. If you made it this far, please take like a minute and give us that five-star rating and review. Or if it's not a five-star, that's okay too. Uh, we'll take it. And uh, check out all the links to our social media in the description down below. Hope everyone has a fantastic week. We will catch you on Wednesday. In the meantime, keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.